Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f we want. Folks, before we get into this next episode, we are proud and so excited to bring this episode to you by our new official sponsor, Kinja Bang Noodles. As always, Kinja Bang Noodles is air dried and never fried. Our noodles are 100% plant based with no preservatives. It's perfect for a quick and easy meal, or you can customize it to create your own flavor masterpiece. Keep an eye out for it this fall. Follow us on Instagram at Kinjabang Noodles for all the latest and greatest. Kinjabang Noodles, feed the revolution. Welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben. How something is received is all about perspective. Looking at a subject front-facing allows you to see things from a certain depth of perception, while looking at that same subject from a bird's-eye view or from a rotating 360 movement will allow you to perceive that same subject through a whole different lens, creating a much fuller experience. Dance is a vehicle that resonates with almost everyone on some level. Whether you enjoy the actual act of dancing or simply find some level of enjoyment watching it, there's something about movement in perfect synchronization with music that engages almost anyone. The ability to capture dance well only comes with a deep understanding of dance. The art of capturing dance is a dance itself that opens up a whole world of possibilities of bringing a unique experience in the presentation of movement. My guests today are John Shee and Gerald Nonato. They are the co-founders and co-creators of world-renowned full-service media production and design house and artist collective Vibrancy. And in this conversation, they talk about their individual origin stories within dance that have helped shape their unique approach in being able to capture dance, as well as bringing a dance element to all the different facets of their artistry as visual creators. And though they're most known for their visual product, we get to actually tap into their minds of how they are able to actually bring their unique approach to movement and capturing movement that isn't actually taught in traditional film school. And as members of Kinjas as well, they talk about how the relationship with Kinjas has helped create these sort of half, half steps into many different industries and how the way that Kinjas has built um, our family and brotherhood has helped them even in creating vibrancy and creating their team. And so for anyone that has ever been interested in stepping into the multimedia world or even just been interested in how vibrancy is able to create and capture such stunning visual artistry, this is a glimpse into the brilliant minds behind it. As always, fun lightning round at the end. This is a very super insightful and inspiring conversation. I think that's it. Let's get into it. Folks, welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben. And today we have two very special guests. We have co-creators and co-founders of Vibrancy and also Kinjas members. We have Gerald Nonato and John Shee in the house. What's up, guys? What's okay. going on, Ben? <laughs> so uh, you guys have been requested many times. People have asked, um, hey, when are you going to get Vibrancy up in there? Because, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of people who are fans of your, your work. And, um, you know, they want to see and, and hear the, the minds of the people behind it. So, um, yeah, finally glad to have you guys. And John, we try to have, we try to do a pod with you at the very beginning of this podcast when we kind of sucked and we didn't know what we're doing and our audio was just horrible. And so we couldn't even hear anything. So, um, yeah, you know, two years later, <laughs> here we are, but, um, yeah, welcome. First of all, welcome to the pod. It's a little bit early in the morning, but, um, you know, thank you guys for making the time and, and being here. Um, let's, let's get into what we normally do. We get into the origin stories. Um, so if you guys can give us a, a snapshot of your origins, where did you grow up? Where are you from? How did dance into your life? Why did you start picking up the camera and all of that good stuff? Whoever, Whoever wants to. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, cool. So, um, yeah, like Ben was saying, my name is Gerald. Uh, I actually am born and raised in, here in SoCal. And uh, I grew up in Walnut and then eventually moved to Arcadia. So, um, yeah, I've been here my whole life. And I actually started dancing, when was it? Well, my first kind of team, I guess, um, and experience was in college when I was going to Cal Poly Pomona. Uh, I helped co-found the team Barcada Modern. That was literally my first time dancing ever, which was really eye-open experience, but really fun too. Like I had two left feet before and uh, worked hard and was able to, you know, learn, eventually learn how to pick up choreography and uh, eventually went on to different teams like Pack Modern after that, Team Millennia. I was on a few projects and then eventually was on Boogie Zone Breed as the, as the last team that was, that I was on. So, um, yeah, those are kind of where I got my dance, you know, foundations and things like that. Uh, it, was, it was great during my college years. And then eventually, uh, as I was, you know, kind of ramping down on dancing and taking class, uh, I started to take photos and, uh, and kind of shoot a little bit of video for friends literally just to, you know, like before many people had cameras and things like that. Um, I was one of the first to really kind of, at least in my circle of friends, uh, pick up a camera and shoot like their little concept videos and things like that. And, uh, eventually also, uh, being in the dance, the SoCal dance community, um, there's a lot of different shows such as, you know, vibe and, Ultimate Brawl and Body Rock and different shows like that. Uh, I noticed that there was kind of a void of people covering it. You know, there weren't that many people, like people would literally bring in their handy cams and shoot from the audience. And, um, you know, those, those were like far and few in between and nobody really was, uh, was, you know, taking up the reins to help, you know, capture these, uh, these things. And me being a dancer myself, I know how much, time and energy that goes into creating a dance piece and presenting it. So uh, I wanted to be able to capture it and, and put it up in a way that, you know, justifies everyone's hard work. And um, so, yeah, I started shooting shows, uh, uh, different shows, you know, really just for fun. And if, it used to start as me just filming my friend's performances, which is kind of funny. And then eventually it kind of ramped up into me filming entire shows and then finally collaborating officially with those shows, which was super cool. And uh, eventually along that path, uh, that's when I eventually met John, who's uh, working at World of Dance, which is pretty cool. So yeah, John, if you want to, if you want to take over. Perfect sure. segue, perfect segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I grew up in New York, uh, upstate New York, and then I went to Syracuse for college and um, the last semester of that program, I, they had a program in LA. So I flew to LA, um, I, I guess during college and the end of high school, I was breaking. So I'd kind of been introduced to the scene like remotely, just like watching, you know, this is like when YouTube was coming up and, and like the dance shows were happening on TV. So um, I like knew of these people that I was seeing on TV and then, when I got to LA, um, I was able to get an internship at World of Dance, um, uh, producing content. So like early game in that as well, like they were just starting to build like the media side of things. Um, so I, w I started working with some of these dancers. Um, yeah, I met Gerald actually on a shoot for Anthony uh, Tessellate. If you guys ever watched that video, that was the first time I met him. Uh, and we, we collaborated, um, and it's still one of my favorites. I, I think that was sort of a unique, um, sort of project in time. Um, and being at world of dance, obviously that at that point was just like a, a touring event company. Um, it had its legs, like it was definitely known in, in sort of the dance community. Um, and it was touring across the U S and, um, I eventually became a uh, media director there and um, was able to bring people like Gerald and actually some other folks in vibrancy um, into that fold. Like some of them started actually as my interns at World of Dance. Um, and I think we sort of picked up like a, a certain flow or like a 
way to shoot the shows that's now known as front row. Um, and that kind of has been sort of a staple, um, I think throughout most of the shows, at least that we cover, um, we offer that sort of perspective now. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, that, 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 that's sort of, in terms of like the dance community stuff, like that's been fairly consistent and most of the members on our team have some kind of tie-in to uh, dance um, in some way. Like most have danced before, like they, you know, work with a lot of dancers and that's not really intentionally, but that's just sort of been like this unifying factor that most of us have some yeah. kind of tie. Yeah. That's dope. First of all, I didn't know, G, you were one of the founders of Barcada to, I didn't know you were on TM and Breed and all yeah. that. So I'm like learning all this for yep. the first time. Yeah, those are, those are my origins. So. Yeah. yeah that's shout, dope. Out, shout out to Sean Shea, too, because like before Gerald, I think he oh, was yeah. one. I was going to ask, because like, I remember when That's Fresh was uh, yeah. the thing that was like always known to be having all the ill videos from the, the shows, mm -hmm. and that was Sean. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's fresh was actually definitely one of, uh, my earlier inspirations and, you know, full circle, he's a Kinjins and I am too. So it's like cool <laughs> to be part of the same squad, but, uh, yeah, before me, even then, so there's kind of a gap after he stopped, uh, I was actually competing around the whole time that he was kind of recording these shows. And then he stopped, I think he moved up to, to Seattle and uh, there was not really anyone that kind of, uh, you know, picked up the reins after him. And so, uh, yeah, I, you know, kind of felt the need to, to fill that void and, and be able to share everyone's, you know, collective work, which is, which I thought was like really fun and cool. So, yeah. And it's cool that you guys uh, mentioned Tessellate because um, I'm like realizing more and more like how kind of uh, like monumental sort of that, that project was because, that was um as far as because i knew anthony you know through at that point i think i kind of just knew him more so like the scene like he was like mike's homie we went to college together and i didn't even really know how deep he was into dance because when i met him he introduced himself as just like yo like yeah i, I just i love dance but uh i don't dance myself and like he would always just kind of mess around. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? You you got skills, man. And then he's like, nah, nah, nah. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> like, I see this video tessellate. I'm like, wait a second, this is dope. Like, it was it was a culmination of seeing Anthony's movement, seeing all these like other dancers that I recognize, and then just the visuals of that video, just from like the the motion graphics and the the shapes and all of that. And I was like, well, this is crazy. And then I come to find out that there's like a lot of first time meetings and stuff that kind of happened on that video. And then, you know, here we have vibrancy. So um, I love that you guys, uh, you know, as you talked about how majority of um, the team of vibrancy is made up of people that have at least some sort of relationship with dance. And um, though maybe not intentionally that, or that's not necessarily a requirement. I think it does give vibrancy a very unique, um, as you said, John, perspective, like uh, ways in capturing movement um, that dancers have a way of connecting or being able to see like the camera being a part of the experience, not just being like an eye to just see what's happening, but to engage and to also um, bring life to movement in a way where um, to my knowledge, I haven't really seen done very well prior to the way that vibrancy has kind of been known to capture movement and stuff. And um, essentially, like, and, you know, we were even kind of like talking about this before we started rolling, um, like the way that you guys dance with the camera, behind the camera. And I've seen some crazy, like, camera pass offs, you know, <laughs> and, like stuff like that with when you guys are shooting stuff that, you know, that you guys work on. I'm like, dude, that might be more impressive than what's happening in front of the lens right now. <laughs> like how you guys are able to um, move with the camera so like seamlessly and, um, but to be able to, yeah, bring a different type of perspective into it. Um, can you talk a little bit about, um, and I don't know whether that was like an intentional thing, but like uh, it is definitely something that not the average camera person or camera op would be able to do. And 
And I feel like I would love to offer a BTS look on just how vibrancy <laughs> shoots go someday. But uh, can you talk a little bit about like how that, um, how your experience uh, in dance and knowledge of dance and music and counts and musicality and all that, how that comes into play with how you guys capture and create? Yeah. Uh, Gerald, you can, I, I, <laughs> you can add it. You can tag team. Yeah, I'll, I'll add some after. <laughs> so I think it's, it, you know, if you think about it, it just makes a lot of sense. Like um, if you're capturing choreography, the best way to do that is probably to also have something choreographed in a sense um, in terms of camera movement. And I, I think just having some experience in dance or in music, um, like I grew up playing piano. Um, so just understanding and being able to communicate uh, in terms of like musical counts or being able to remember sort of like, you know, the choreography or timing and pathways um, just helps a lot in terms of remembering where to go or like how to shoot something or, or what kind of angles can make something more powerful or, or um, uh, appeal to a certain emotion, uh, you know, in, in the piece or whatever. So I think just in terms of the communication with the dancers, it's a, it's a really great tool um, to be able to understand that uh, at a certain level and then um, being able to creatively think about like, uh, you know, understanding the movement, um, like what's the best way to capture this or what are some unique ways to capture this that I think a lot of times um, what directors or cinematographers might miss if they don't have the background is just, um, I guess the perspective of the dancer, like if I were the choreographer, maybe how would I like to see this or what would make this look best? That's not always like the, um, the priority if you're shooting something, um, for example, like a music video with dancers in it, sometimes the dancers are just sort of treated as like the filler, you know, they're just like some visual eye candy on screen rather than like, how should this be best presented? So I think we just cater to that a little more um, in terms of how we shoot, but also, you know, in post or in pre-production, that's always at least very close to the top of the list of priorities um, because that's like, you know, what we do. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Um, Jared, do you have? Do you want to add to that? Uh, yeah, I'll add a little bit. Uh, so, like John was saying earlier, it's it's uh, it's 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 definitely a collaborative effort. And um, me being a you know cinematographer and cam op myself, uh, especially in the industry outside of like the dance bubble, um, like John was saying, it's definitely not highlighted as much uh, to be able to capture dance a certain way. And that's something that, you know, with our collective, you know, dance experience that helps us look at it from a unique perspective and also be able to collaborate with these choreographers and directors to best present this piece. You know, it's, it's me and the choreographer, you know, figuring out the timing of things to be able to, you know, elicit emotion that really, you know, whether it be through a sound or through, a formation change or something like that uh you know we definitely give purpose to our movement which you know we want to elicit you know the best possible response and make you make everyone you know feel a certain type of way uh whether you know or depending on what type of uh you know piece it is or song and things like that yeah that's yeah. uh it's definitely something that we strive to to you know <laughs> present in, yeah. in the best yeah. way possible you know, I think, um, you know, when I see, I, I love how you guys, um, as you guys are talking about collaborating with, um, with an artist, with a uh, choreographer, um, kind of, because there's been a lot of time, even like with the Kinja's projects that, you know, we've even like recently worked on, um, from like the Scott's video to the Laugh Now, Cry Later and stuff. And like, I know that, um, 
you know, as as the movement is kind of presented and you guys see it and then you guys kind of are able to um, inject sort of like, hey, what if we were to have movement like this, you know, like having, you know, from a drone shot to, uh, you know what I mean? Like all those types of things. And then I, I see things kind of come to or come to life as like the vision starts coming together between like, let's say, I know Ving had a very big um, hand in both of those projects. And, um, and then you guys being able to kind of sort of co-create and co-direct something. And that's kind of where like the magic happens. And I know that you guys have done that with so many other artists, um, other choreographers and stuff. And the other cool thing is though your guys, maybe origins of, you know, um, maybe earlier works have been mainly through with dance and with dancers, but you guys have been able to collaborate with like just amazing brands and companies outside of dance and being able to cover, um, you know, events, videos, uh, commercial shoots and stuff for like companies like Toyota and Red Bull and Nike. And you know what I'm saying? Like, so um, like, I think what's cool about that is that like, not only is this relevant for capturing dance, it's just a, it's just a different way to showcase movement. You know what I mean? Cause movement is everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's a car driving or like, you know, like someone running, running through a park, it's movement, you know? And like, um, and I think for um, people outside of the world of dance, but being able to see like, wow, that they know how to capture movement in a very unique sort of way. And I think that is kind of um, the dancer's approach to life, you know, not to, you know, be like kind of cheesy about it, but it's actually just true. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, I guess like, you know, with uh, where vibrancy kind of originated to like what it really, it's just like evolving. I feel like, you know, year by year, I mean, like John, you're at, you're at the complex right now at vibrancy HQ, you know, there, you guys have a, a space to create and to house, um, you know, all things that, uh, you know, for vibrancy operations as a whole and being able to now um, really expand into the world and not just even be pigeonholed into just, you know, capturing dance and stuff. So, um, yeah, can we can you guys talk a little bit about like how vibrancy has been able to evolve from like the way that it began to kind of where it's at now and where it's going? Sure. Um, I think uh, obviously a lot of it is very parallel to uh, the path that Kim just has gone. Um, but uh, given that, like, it, it's kind of like you said, those same kind of factors do carry into our other work. Um, the way we shoot something like fashion based is similar in ways to the way we approach a dance video. Um, and again, that goes back to like musicality and understanding music at a, at a, in a certain way to be able to uh, use that as a creative tool in shaping whatever project it is. Not that it applies every time, but I think it is one of our strengths. Um, I think one of my very early inspirations is probably uh, Fantasia, that, that like animated Disney. Um, it's so old now, but like the way it was just like animated music videos, right? But yeah. it was sort of um, unprecedented at the time in like the way it was presented. And it kind of stuck with me in terms of um, like visualized movement and color, all these things sort of coming together into one package. Um, and so for, for us now, like, you know, beyond just like film and photography, we also work in like design and um, just other creative fields as as sort of like a bigger picture vision for vibrancy, that's still something we're aiming for. Um, and I think our, our current like home base at Complex sort of reflects that. Um, it is sort of like a playground for anything we wanna do creatively. And um, we really hope it brings in like people we want to collaborate with and sort of these unique combinations of things that um, yeah, that hopefully we can create some some really powerful or interesting work together. Um, yeah, Charlie, want to add anything? Not really. Uh, I like John was saying. I, I kind of see it as like our our fantasy factory, where we could all like come together and uh, create and 
you know, that's where, you know, all of our stuff is and, you know, our desks and, you know, our equipment and stuff. So it's like, we really have uh, a one, a one place that has all our tools that can, that can really, you know, push us to experiment and try different things and, uh, and collaborate with different people. So yeah, yeah it's just an exciting, you know, time to be able to have this space available for us and, you know, for, for anyone really. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what Ben mentioned about like working with the choreographers and the recent examples of uh, the Scots and Laugh Not Cry Later. I mean, it helps so much that we're sharing space with Kinjas and like I, I co-directed both of those with Ving um, and he would sort of uh, put together some like rough ideas. He would already sort of have some movement you know, whether it's the whole piece or just like a, a, a section of it to show me. Um, and he's also learning like in our field. So um, he put together some previs for both of those videos. Um, and so it, it's a really great way for me to pick up quickly, like either the concept or the messaging or the feeling that he wants in those projects. And then I can sort of take it from there and like, uh, add and build on top of that. So um, I think those are both very successful in terms of the the um, collaborative effort that Ger Gerald was talking about um, in that you can really see like what everyone brings to the table. And also, again, like having the space at Complex, it allowed us the freedom to build on those projects uh, in sort of unique ways. Like if we didn't have the studio, it would make things much more difficult um, because even for the Scots, we're sort of testing some new things um, with lighting design, with motion graphics. And like, uh, these aren't like quick processes. Like we're learning and we're sort of like um, figuring things out. So having our own space definitely made that possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. I I want to kind of tap into a little bit more of uh, the full team of Vibrancy because, uh, I mean, you talk about from obviously from, you know, camera ops to photography um, design and things like that. But, you know, you guys are essentially a full service media house. Right. And like um, everybody kind of plays their their own roles. And I know that a lot of people wear different hats. Um, you have people that um, are still full, you know, still full time dancing and choreographing and as well as, you know, I feel like the team continues to get bigger. Um, can we even start maybe even with like the origin of the name Vibrancy, like where where that name comes from, what that means to you guys, and then um, like, you know, talk about the team, like how, how who's a part of the team, what does everybody do kind of thing? Yeah. The, the origin was when I was still at World of Dance, actually pretty early on in that and people would ask me like what do you want to do eventually one of my like quick answers was like i want to have like a creative team and like work in in this sort of field um and i don't know how i came up with the name but it, it sort of just stuck in the back of my mind like this this feels right like the the word vibrancy is like sort of referring to um a lot of color, right? And like, if you think about a prism, sort of um, like spewing out all the colors, um, if you think about those as like different creative mediums or different creative fields, that's sort of what we want to be able to represent. Um, and then it's like the, what is the unique combination of, of bringing those elements together? So um, when I mean, the, the creation, the formation of Vibrancy was actually a couple of years after that. But when it came time to, like, discuss a name, like, that was one that I brought up and that's the one that stuck. Um, and we sort of look at things like um, what Pharrell does with I Am Other uh, as an inspiration. Obviously, he's a super creative person and, and talented in so many fields. And the people he works with, like, you can it's hard to say in one sentence like what i am other is you just know they do a lot of cool things um 
and Kinja's is the same way. You know, it's hard to like elevator pitch or, you know, summarize in a sentence what Kinja's is. Um, I feel that way about uh, at least what I hope for with vibrancy. Um, and, you know, we're still like on that road. Um, we're, I think we're primarily still known as mainly, you know, photo and video, you know, working with dancers and that's totally fine. Um, but if you, if you ask us about like the long-term vision, it's just a little bit wider than that. And, um, we talk about this concept with Kendra's as well. It's, it's called, we call it the half step concept. And it's sort of just the realization that dance is so close to all these other things, um, that it's really just like a half step away from music or from fashion or from art and, um, what we really want to do um, is like find the ways to connect those dots. Um, Cause it seems like there's a lot of unexplored territory or uh, yeah, just a lot of room that like hasn't really been touched. And we just see like these connection points. And that's something that I'm really passionate about is like finding these other creatives that that vibe with us in a certain way that we can really collaborate to do something that that is unique or unprecedented um, and sort of connect like the the audiences to each of these creative fields so um, that's I think our you know our, our sort of like grounding like center point is dance but like our interest is in everything that it's touching mm -hmm. Yeah. Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Meister Watches. They are truly masters of their craft. From quality materials and masterful timepieces to functional lifestyle accessories for the movers and shakers of the worlds they collide with, Meister is doing it. They've collaborated with some of the biggest brands in sports, music, comic book, car culture, and pop culture. We've actually had the pleasure of collaborating with them on a timepiece a few years back. I rock their ambassador watch. This one's my everyday watch. This one's my favorite. They are for our culture and for those that are on a constant mission to master their craft. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and pop in the discount code KINJASPOD to receive 25% off your entire purchase at checkout. And this discount is exclusive to the Kinjas podcast. You won't find this discount anywhere. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and rock with the illest. This show is officially brought to you by Kinesthetic. Hop on the store.kinjas.com and plug in the promo code podcast spelled with the K at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadows needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at Kinesthetic Brand. You mentioned like uh, the different things that, you know, the half step concept. I think, uh, yeah, that's. I love that because, um, yeah, we do talk about how um, the reason why we feel like nothing is out of reach to dance is because uh, somehow dance is kind of like this universal sort of language that everybody has some sort of connection with, whether it's something that you enjoy doing yourself or you just simply like watching it, you know, because it, it brings about some sort of emotional response or a connection and it, it involves uh, music and movement, which everybody understands that too. You know, those are also very universal things. And, um, but it also, I feel like it brings in a, a different element where it's almost something a little, um, maybe kind of superhuman, you know, like when you see an amazing, um, mover that is able to do with their body certain, um, you know, create shapes and lines, um, and, in sync with sound and there's like something that um as you mentioned fantasia like that's like a it's a visual it's a visual dance i mean there is actually dancing in there you know it's animated but like i think that's really cool because um it's that slight x factor i think of of what dance can represent that can really um uh resonate with anybody in any sort of audience and um, as you mentioned with like how Kinja's kind of uh, sort of embodies that and, and kind of drives 
like dance is the vehicle you know it's not it's not necessarily the destination it's the vehicle to kind of get you to wherever you want to go and you can essentially go anywhere and uh john i know you're you're obviously heavily involved with everything on the design um aesthetic of kinjas in general but like um kin aesthetic our our clothing line and you know as you mentioned like fashion um can you talk a little bit about um you know what kin aesthetic sort of uh represents for you as like a as an individual and and kind of how you um have fun in terms of creating specifically for that line yeah sure um so it really started with when i joined mike and anthony uh i had left world of dance and uh it's like how are we gonna make money you know so we did like this <laughs> across the country that's when i met ben uh and um we were selling t-shirts like as we were traveling across the country we just got some printed and we're like they're in the back of the van and they were teaching workshops kind of at different stops along the along the way from new york to california and we would just sell them at the workshops but the inspiration has always been like what is the essence of kinjas um and thankfully that has also kind of grown um so there's more freedom for me to create. But I think the core of it is still, obviously there's a lot of things that are Asian inspired, but there's also sort of this Western influence, like we're, you know, uh, Asian Americans. So I do try to blend like the East and West sort of new and tradition. Uh, there's obviously a lot of amazing sort of history and culture that comes from Asia that we can sort of fuse into like this new, you know, we grew up on on hip hop music and, you know, I don't know for you guys like in and out, <laughs> like, like very Western sort of um, uh, uh, current culture. So it's, I see it as sort of the fusion of all these things and um, what is the cross section of, of that. Um, and I think my design process now is like, I, I do get to work with some really amazing artists um, that we reach out to and they're down because it is such a unique thing that maybe they haven't really worked with a dance crew before. Or like, um, you know, the way that we can showcase product is also pretty unique. Um, and the way that our brand is built is, um, I think it caters well to, um, like working with other creatives and artists and allowing them to put their spin on things. Um, so yeah, like, uh, just a couple I've worked with recently, uh, like Brary, like, uh, Jose Mertz, like Miltz from Japan. Um, I really look up to these guys for whatever they do. Um, and they're all very unique, but all of them feel right when we, put something together for kinjas, for kinesthetic. Um, and it's, yeah, it's been fun sort of like in sort of a creative director role, um, designing pieces. And currently there's a lot more activity for us out in Japan. Um, we are selling our products at a retailer called LHP and there's some ongoing collaborations, uh, one with a brand called Vanquish, which is really dope. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad, like out of every crazy thing happening this year, like that's been sort of a bright spot for us is like, even though we're not out there, we're able to, um, present our brand there and it's actually gaining traction, um, even without our like physical presence. So I'm excited to see how that sort of plays out in, in the next year. Um, yeah, I, I think, um. I do still design things myself. I'm not just like outsourcing everything, but um, it's it, it's newer for me to have the ability to bring in these other people um, for the purpose of like creating designs. And yeah. luckily all of them are very collaborative and um, receptive to like ideas I have or like ways to adjust or tweak things. Um, 
to make them sort of fit into into our our world yeah yeah i mean i think that's literally the like that that's that half step the concept that we're talking about is you know here you are coming from you know your roots kind of being more in one sort of community whether it's the dance community having these skills um these artistic abilities and then being able to um, create a brand that can get to a certain point where it's now recognized within a different realm, within the fashion realm, where you're collaborating with legit um, brands, artists that just literally live in this world. And we're like bridging that gap. And, um, you know, and I think when they look into our world and like you said, John, like the way that we can represent our brand and showcase our, um, whether it's kinesthetic as a clothing line and it's, we bring the dancers approach and the mentality to it. And, you know, I think that's what, I think the, the, the art of the collaboration why it's so fun and exciting is that the concept of bridging two worlds that seem to be apart from each other, but then finding some sort of connecting point and then um, creating just new. And I mean, yeah, I think that makes it probably just more fun. You know what I mean? Like it's not the traditional way of things. It, it kind of brings another challenging element to it. It's like trying to think, okay, if I want, if I were to bridge my world with this, like I need to think on their level too, you know? So, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, even being able to witness, um, you know, as I work closely with you in kinesthetic as well, being able to witness your growth and I can see like when you're excited <laughs> about a project and these, these recent ones with, uh, you know, the artists that you were talking about with LHP and like, I mean, I don't know if anyone knows, man. I don't know how many designs you've cranked out over the past year, but I just, it's like, I look at shirts, I'm like, dang, I didn't even know, I haven't even seen that one. It's already made, but yeah, yeah. it's dope, man. Um, 60 or 70 down there. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't introduced to, to our US market yet. It's crazy, man. I'm, I'm so stoked on that. Um, so I think one other thing that, uh, you know, we maybe, or maybe people don't know so much is like, yes, vibrancy, but you guys are also Kinjas, you know what I mean? And, and I think, um, the, the great thing about that is Kinjas is, uh, yeah, again, most, most people have some relationship with dance, either whether they currently still do, or they once upon a time did. Um, but, um, obviously it's a lot more than that, a lot more than uh, just being an amazing dancer or, or, you know, a creator. But, you know, you guys being a part of Kinja's, uh, being a part of this family and this brotherhood, um, let's maybe talk about, like, um, how that came about for you guys. I mean, I know the timing, timelines are a little bit different, but, um, like, what, what that process was like, but also kind of what Kinja's uh, means to you guys individually. Um, Kinja's technically came first for, yeah, I mean, Kinja's established in 2010. I joined, uh, joined forces with Mike and Anthony in 2014 and Ben. <laughs> we were basically around the same time. Um, let me, let me pause you real quick, John. You said that we met on the road trip, but I actually first met you on, a on my last, yeah, on my yeah. last Jabberwockies right. performance, which was World of Dance Bay Area, and yeah. at that time I had no idea. I just was like, "Oh yeah, these guys are like they're gonna they're gonna shoot the uh, our video." Yeah, we shot it. Shot a quick video like <laughs> yeah. outside somewhere. And then yeah, little did right. I know that I would end up on this road trip where I'm like, "Okay, now we're gonna just be lifelong brothers." <laughs> that was only like maybe a month or two after. Yeah. That. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the trip. Oh, it was around then. I remember Great. all that Great. stuff. Yeah, that was a very monumental time for me too. But anyways, keep going. Yeah, so road trip time, 2014, 2014. They were like, "Hey, do you want? To... We're we're thinking about like doing this thing for real." Because um, before that, Kinjas was like this community-based performance group. There wasn't really like a business vision behind it because all the members were like doing different things and some of them were having very you know fruitful individual careers traveling teaching um that sort of stuff um i think they just saw there could be a strength in really like joining forces so mike and Ann approached me about stepping in and like adding the element that they didn't have um to to the pot so um, 
I think it was just very natural that, uh, and we sort of skipped over the vibrancy members. So uh, actually, I'll let Gerald chime in on that part, on that front. But even the inspiration for vibrancy, a lot of it stems from the way we are in Kinjas. It is, it is a family. You know what I mean? And we want to work with people we care about first and foremost. Like it's not necessarily about bringing in the best of the best, even though that happens, that happens too. Uh, but first and foremost, it's like, who are these people and what do they mean to us? Um, so naturally there's people that are in both because of that reason, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I think that's it. You know, we're part of the same family at the end of the day. Um, Jill, you want to speak to that in your own experience? Yeah, I guess um, taking it back to, I guess, you know, vibrancy origins. Um, yeah, John, me, we, there, we, we were already collaborating with a lot of the members anyways, because we were, you know, hiring each other on different shoots and things like that. And we're already collaborating. And um, we were all doing this individually at the time. And it kind of just made sense to, you know, finally band together because, uh, you know, why are we all on this uh, parallel road going forward? individually when you could be doing it together much stronger and, you know, with much stronger purpose and, you know, resources and, and talent and whatnot. So we finally banded together. And so, uh, yeah, a lot of them, our members we've met throughout our journey, you know, you know, there's me, John, there's another founding member, Courtney, who is uh, also part of us um, that John went to college with too. Then we had different people like Nick and, um, chad which we you know we all work with them on world of dance this other girl named t as well who now lives in thailand uh who else we got we have uh sean we have a guy named deo who else am i missing john um gino uh, yeah yeah oh yeah gino and then danny so we you know we have a lot of uh amazing members with uh, different skill sets uh you know which we can bring on for different projects and kind of you know catered to what the project needs, which is really cool. And um, like John was saying, we're, our paths and even Kinja's paths, we're, we're, uh, we're along the same parallel as well, which is why, you know, we all work together as a family, which, which makes it pretty, I think it's pretty easy uh, in my experience. And I also worked for a few other agencies and, you know, this is something really unique to us, which, uh, which I enjoy, you know, which is what, what I love to, to be a part of. So. It's really, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, so w as of recent, as I'm seeing, you know, the, the vibrancy family kind of growing, um, I, I, you guys have interns now, and I know that there's a lot of people that um, aspire to do what vibrancy does. Um, and, you know, whether that's to actually be a part of the team itself or to kind of, uh, you know, kind of find their own way in, in, in doing what Vibrancy has kind of like carved a lot, a lot of those pathways to, to be able to do in terms of like being able to shoot and create and have like this team, right? Um, you know, with that being said, and as I know, you guys are always growing and always pushing uh, your own boundaries and, and things like that. Um, for the future of Vibrancy, I know that, you know, there's um, a lot that you guys have probably still yet to experience. But, um, you know, like the goals that you guys do have, whether short term or long term, I know there's this uh, concept of, you know, success, wanting to become a successful group as a, as a collective and as individual artists as well. Um, and I guess maybe you guys can speak to, I mean, if you guys have a collective vision of it or just your own personal, um, what would be a, um, a, a successful pathway for yourselves whether individually or for vibrancy as a collective, how would you define um, what success looks like for you guys? Yeah, um, in a weird way, I feel like we we are already successful. Um, not to say there's there's tons of room to grow, but like, how many people want to have their own creative space? You know what I mean? Like that's already part of the vision. You know has been fulfilled and it's almost a matter of like how do we sustain that um and 
I think I mentioned some of the, the, the future vision and sort of expanding um, the, the gamut, right? The color gamut of what we do. Um, and I think another sort of unifying thing with us is that we enjoy traveling and like working in different places on different things. And our team is generally sort of spread out. Um, we like tea is in Thailand. But that means when there's work in Asia, we usually bring her in. Um, John L still has deep roots in New York and has built a team called Boat and Bridge out there. Um, and they're sort of operating in really cool ways um, in that community as well. Um, and then we have a couple of people based in the Bay. So uh, yeah, I guess another sort of like vision of success is to be able to um, do things all over the world um, and bring our team to, um, yeah, to, to fulfill whatever the creative vision is um, on any sort of projects that can bring us out there. Um, so definitely we, we have close ties with uh, Sino Stage in, in China where we have the complex in Shanghai and Chengdu studios in Beijing as well. Um, so we've been out there a lot, except for this year, of course, um, in developing that and arena dance competition, which is uh, China, Singapore, LA, hopefully, you know, other things in the future. Um, and then sort of various things have brought us to different places. Um, so it's been cool to experience that. Hopefully, you know, after this year, there's more of that coming. Um, yeah, Charlie, you got anything? Yeah, uh, I'm. I, you know, I'm. I'm so, uh, you know, proud of our our trajectory already, our our path, and I love being able to uh, travel and be able to bring in our different members that we don't always get to see. Like John was saying, we work in China, we work in you know Singapore, you know different areas, and that's when we get to see and collaborate with people that we haven't worked with in a while, and also be in a, a new place that we might not have been, or you know be able to shoot something in a place that is new for us. And you know, there's there's so much inspiration out there that uh, it's exciting for me to be able to you know keep capturing and sharing you know these kinds of things, and that's. But I, you know, I hope so that we kept, keep getting to do that uh, together, you know, with our with our Kinjas family, with our Vibrancy family, all together for sure. So, yeah, that's something I look forward to uh, on our path personally. You've been to so, some crazy places, all three of yep. us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird because yeah. yeah, this is the first <laughs> first year that we've just all been grounded. So it's kind of <laughs> what do we do with our time? But you know, with that too, man, like. Uh, speaking of success, you know, I think, uh, again, I, I say this in every episode, you know, it's such a subjective thing and it's, it's important for sure the listening audience that may, you know, just be curious of like how you guys define it. I think it's also more so just good for ourselves as we define it for ourselves. It kind of like shapes like, oh shoot, I guess that is how I view success, you know, whether it's we kind of already are living in that space. Like we're kind of already successful and like, and that's not in any way to um, sound arrogant or anything like that. Like I've made it. It's more of like, this is what makes me happy or this is makes, this is what gives me purpose. And so if I feel like I'm already fulfilling my purpose, like I'm living in a state of success, which doesn't mean it ever stops. It's not like, okay, we've achieved success. Now we can, you know, chill. It's more yeah. of like, oh, I'm on the right path. I'm already loving what we're doing. I'm already successful. That means I just continue to do what I'm doing. And then that kind of helps you just kind of um, understand for yourself, like where you're, where you're at and where you want to keep going. Or if you need to shift, you know, then shift. Um, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, cool, man. Uh, I mean, for the sake of time, I know we got to get you guys out of here soon. I, we want to do a, a quick lightning round. Um, we can kind of just, uh, you guys can, you guys can just, uh, whatever popcorn. Yeah. Alternate, alternate. Here we go. <laughs> lightning round in three, two, one. What's your favorite food, John? Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, Shabu. Sushi. Pet peeve in dance videos. 
Gerald. <laughs> oh, bad camera work. Set. <laughs> <laughs> it takes me out of it. It takes me out of it. It's got to be, you know, because <laughs> John John was doing it with his hand, but I don't know if the people that are listening are going to be able to know. It's the it's the constant in and out camera motion, right? Okay. Uh, most memorable project, John. Oh man. Oh man, that's hard. <laughs> uh, take me with you. That was like the craziest journey. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll second that. That was, that was so many shoot days and experiences and on camels. It, was, it was amazing though. Yeah. yeah. We, this journey, the that journey was an there excursion. was insane. That was yep. an excursion that we, we, we hopped on a different plane to like go to some remote part of China that I didn't even know existed. I was like, dude, I feel like I'm in another country and not China. <laughs> it's a freezing desert. We were, we were so like, we didn't have things planned out. <laughs> like we yeah. landed and Gerald and I went to location scout between like three different places that were hours apart. Yep. Yo, speaking was, of which, choreographing at the hotel. I yeah. Think. This is just a side note and I'm just going to drop it on the pod as a little check for us. We should do a full on Kinjis combos about take me with you. Cause I don't think we've ever unpacked mm -hmm. what that video mm -hmm. consisted of. Yeah. So, I right, noted. <laughs> noted. Yeah. All right. Moving forward. Um, dream opportunity, Gerald. Dream opportunity. Uh, work on a feature. Well, actually, probably to work on a feature, but uh, probably a musical since it's very Ooh. you know dance related, and uh, yeah, be able to to cam off for that would be amazing for <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be an amazing experience. Yeah, John. Uh, yeah, I'll second that. Sounds great. Okay. Okay. What is your proudest moment, John? Oh. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> probably our, oh. like, I think any of our studio openings. Um, again, I'm just, I'm involved in the design process for, for the studio. So like, Man, it just feels like the culmination of so many things and like new opportunity and, and new pathways and ways for us to explore. So especially yeah. this one, the one I'm in right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say is complex specifically. Uh, being a member of, of Kinja's and also Vibrancy, it's like we have an amazing home uh, that is also our fantasy factory. So it's like being able to work throughout the years that leads up to this, having this, this Look space is, is, uh, that's probably, you know, that's for sure up there. So. Word. It's a good one. It's a good one. What would be a dream collaboration, Gerald? Oh, collaboration. I don't know how, but working somehow with Wes Anderson on a, on a, on, a, on a, some sort of visual, He's you know, one of my favorite directors and also his cinematographer, uh, Robert Yeoman, just the way they, the colors, the way they present pieces. I, I don't know how, but some collaboration with him would be amazing. Put it out there, man. It's out there now. What about you, John? Ooh, I'm going to say acronym. Harrelson Hugh. Oh, Harrelson man. Hugh. Hey, half steps, man. Half steps. I don't think that's that's not very far off. Let's keep putting it out there. What if you could have any superpower in the world? What would it be, John? Yikes! Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go in front. I'll, mine is probably teleportation. Teleport, okay. Dig it. Oh, uh, man, teleporting DP. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> That's crazy. You know how many, you know how China, many projects China one day <laughs> Exactly. Instantly be on set. <laughs> I love that. I would pick teleportation as well. Or flying. 
Imagine being able to fly Fine, with a camera instead of uh, instead wow. of using a helicopter or a drone. Yeah, a drone? Uh, I, that'd okay. be the, the close second. The human but, drone. Uh, so I'll take the one you don't take so we can come. <laughs> That's a team right there. Yeah. One, two. Okay. What is your actual superpower, G? Oh, uh, I guess you could say cam hopping. <laughs> and my, yeah. I can speak to that. Gerald is like the most devoted, like in terms of learning all that stuff. He's, he keeps up to date. Like that's definitely his passion. Um, super organized. Um, really just like the best, like that's part of our, I think the magic of us working together is that um, he's so well versed in everything technical um, that I'm not, that uh, I can focus on creative and, and just let him worry about that. Yeah, I'll help him execute for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's your superpower, John? Uh, brain. <laughs> I think it's I think it's like the jack of all trades concept, you know, like I'm not the best at any one thing, but I know enough about a lot of things to connect the dots or mm. to communicate with the people who are, you know, um, and sort of like, uh, I guess in the role of like a creative or artistic director is helpful to understand a little bit of everybody's roles and like what to do to best communicate and, and also be, to be able to come up with ideas in um, like how to best do things. Um, yeah, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, Dang. and like John was saying, uh, that's why we, you know, individual members of Vibrancy and also between us two, we work so well because we can understand how to fill in and, and you know, collaborate and, and really bring, make something whole by yeah. using our, our, uh, our strength. So yeah, she's really, really cool. It's good. Less of more of what do you want to see less of in the world and also more of in the world, John? Oh man. Less pollution, less human footprint. Um, good. more effort to save the planet. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, I'll make mine quick. Less hate, more love. Solid. Just with Super today's solid. today's uh, political climate, I think you know everyone needs to be a little more understanding and you know exactly less less hate, more love. So mm. dig it, dig it. That's Trump. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I understand. I understand. Uh, what is your golden rule? Whoever wants it. Oh, your life mantra. I think this is sort of a vibrancy rule. Um, maybe Kinja's as well. There's just something to the concept of like creative integrity to your work. And it's like, I think we strive so hard to, to preserve that. Um, and in some ways it's not the most like logical and maybe doesn't make the most business sense at all times, but I think that's something we really uh, strive for, even despite those things, you know? I'm trying to think, but uh, I, I think it's, I don't know if it's Ant's uh, kind of saying, but it's, it's, it's his work hard, stay humble. Is yeah. that what his is? Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, probably a good, <laughs> solid one. It's a good mantra. Uh, yeah. Well, guys, thanks um, so much for hopping in and, um, and chatting with us. I think, um, you know, I myself personally really enjoyed this talk because I think, um, you know, as much as we spend time with each other and we kind of know each other's, you know, general story, I don't think um, – you know, even for myself, I really know uh, a lot of your historical roots, you know, in the community and stuff like that's always fun to get into. But um, just to kind of uh, tap into, you know, what's going on in, in your headspace 
for your guys' individual journeys, but even like, um, you know, things that you guys are personally uh, shooting for in terms of um, your life goals, what you guys want for vibrancy. And I know that, um, you know, a lot of people, like I said, have been curious, you know, they're like, who, who is vibrancy and like, you know, like what do the people behind the camera, um, you know, what do they think and, and like, how do they function? And, um, what you guys have as a collective, I would say is about as unique as what Kinja's is, you know, it's not this, any one thing, and it's not this easily sort of like definable, you can put it into a box it's like it's so much because you guys bring in so many different elements and so many different backgrounds and the way that you guys um, empower one another and trust in each other um, being able to fill in those gaps you know like where you guys wherever somebody may lack someone else is actually strong and and um, you know and your and your guys desire to expand and pass down knowledge and you know even as I see you know, the interns and stuff at the complex, like there's so much that um, you guys have to offer to teach and um, you guys are inspiring, you know, the world in, in your own creative way. And I feel like this is just the beginning, you know what I mean? And, and, um, and it's, it's an honor to be able to work with um, such amazing creatives. Um, but more than even just what you guys produce as, you know, with your work, um, you guys as people, you know what I'm saying? And, and, uh, uh, and I don't want to just be biased because you're kinjas, but I'm talking about vibrancy, like top to bottom. Anytime I get to interact with the vibrancy team, you know, people who are not here locally based, um, it's always like really dope to see like, Oh, it makes sense why this person is here. And, and it's, it's just, uh, really cool. And, um, just major props to you guys. Shout out vibrancy. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, sharing our, our story. <laughs> Absolutely. How can people follow the journey? Where, where can people find Vibrancy? At Vibrancy on all social media. It's spelled V-I-B-R-V-N-C-Y. Um, we have Vibrancy.com. And probably, you know, at Kinja's. <laughs> I mean, you guys have individual socials. Feel free to plug those. Uh, for me, it's J Y S H I H twenty one. Mine's at Gerald Nonados, G E R L A or G R A L D N O N A D O E Z on all socials. On all socials, we'll plug that in the notes just in case people aren't spelling in the head right now. <laughs> um, no, but thank you guys so much for, for hopping in. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, continue to follow the journey. We'll continue to carve the path and, and uh, just have fun doing it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you guys find this episode valuable, entertaining, we have a ton more before it. Um, the only marketing that we do for the show is you guys. So if you guys like what you're listening to, uh, let us know you're listening to it. Take a screenshot of your phone. Tag us at Kinja's Podcast, cast with a K. We're on Instagram and Twitter, also on Facebook. And if you really dig what we do, get into the Apple Store or iTunes and leave us a five-star rating. Write us a review. doesn't matter what you say, how long it is or whatever. We read all of it. All of that stuff helps us get visibility on the charts. And um, thank you guys just for following the journey, for listening. Stay positive. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Get out there and vote very important um wear your masks stay physically distant but stay connected i'll stop preaching now thank you guys love y'all peace thanks y'all